Welcome to episode 184. In the beginning was the Word, and... The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Welcome to episode 184, Grace to You and Peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we have been continuing to talk on being endued with power, and last week, the last episode, I talked about becoming an extension cord, a new creation, and the picture that I told you that I had for that is an extension cord, and the wiring is humility and being humble. So we're all wired up. We've got a male end and we've got a female end. And we were talking about plugging into the power source. And I want to go back here in Louisiana. I've got Swepco as my power source. And if you've got electricity running to your house, there is a meter there. And that is what regulates the power. That's how the power company knows how much power that you've used. But I want you to think about the power, and I'm going to call it Swepco, and you'll just know that that's my power company. But Swepco sends the power to my house, and it stops at the meter. And I tell people all the time that I do not understand electricity, but I just refuse to sit in the dark till I figure it out. I know the power comes to my house to this meter, and then the meter goes into this circuit panel or the panel box or whatever it is. And here's where I, here's where I'm going to lose all you electricians. It's where we got all the circuit breakers and all that stuff. It's the electric panel. And I don't even know if that's what you call it, but each one has a circuit breaker and each one of these circuit breakers are then connected to wires into my house. And so I've got wires to the stove. I got wires to outlets that, plug in my refrigerator, my washer and dryers, any appliances. I've got light switches. I've got wiring from this circuit panel to this on and off switch that turns my lights on. I've got wiring that goes to my heat and air unit. I've got wiring throughout my house that you can't see. Now, I can't see the wiring unless I go up in my attic. You just kind of by faith, and I'm using faith, I'm using some little Christian terms here, that by faith, I just have to know that the wire's there and I have a switch to signify if it's a light switch into the here my office, I've got a light switch. And if I want to turn the lights on, I flip that switch on or off. And I just need you to kind of sort of picture that because I want to describe now what I'm trying to get at is that now we are wired to conduct the power of God and it is not our power. It is God's power. And when we become endued with power, I believe this is where Jesus takes us and baptizes us into the Spirit. It, it's been called the baptism of the Holy Spirit or being baptized in the Spirit. But this is where Jesus takes us and baptizes us into his Spirit, which just in simplest layman terms, it connects us to God's power. This is Jesus tying us together to the power of God. And if you can imagine being tied in, now we have the power of God on the inside of us. We had it on the inside of us. Now we're connected to God himself, the power source. 
And now we are endued with power. I just need you to picture now that you are. And then here's where I need you to walk out to my garage mentally and take a peek. I've got a extension cord plugged into an outlet in my garage. It's right by my back door, my garage door, back door. And I've got it plugged into an outlet. So it is plugged into the power source. But now I got to have you look at it. It's laying on the garage floor. And I've just got to ask you, is it doing any good laid up on the garage floor? I've got to say no. My extension cord that's plugged into the outlet, it is fully powered up. It is plugged in to Swepco's power. Swepco's power is running through this extension cord, but it absolutely has nothing happening other than if you cut this bad boy with some wire snips or something that would conduct power. If you stuck a copper wire and you had it, you held on to two ends and you stuck that thing in the end of that, it lights your fire. So this thing has got power running through it. Now we've got to figure out what to do with this power. Our goal is not to be endued with power. That is just a step in the process. And Jesus told his disciples to tarry. And let's go to that. Acts 1, 4, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And then we'll skip down to 1, 8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. That is the whole reason to get baptized in the Holy Spirit is to be endued with power. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. That is the reason for being endued with power is to become witnesses for Jesus throughout the whole world. You start off in your family and your sphere of influence. Then you go to other people that are like-minded and like you. Then you go to Samaria, which we've talked about this in the past, but you go to different ethnicities or different people that you may not even speak the same language. You may not even relate to. You may not even like them a lot. This is your third step, and then you go to the end of the earth. If you've hit the first three and you've done everything you can do in the first three, Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, then God's going to release you to all the earth. All right, that was a tangent that I wanted to take because that is why we got endued with power. That's why we have the power going through us. We've got to remember that this is not our power And this is another thing that I need you to understand is that you conduct this power. You command it. And this is where it fires me up. And I know, I know that I may have this all wrong, but I'm just telling you, this is how when I first saw this, it was such a blessing to me when I realized I was doing and praying all wrong. When I was praying for people, I've, I gave my witness. I'd prayed for a couple of really close dear friends that they, one of them had lung cancer and one of them had pancreatic cancer. And I went and cried and begged and begged God and 
prayed for them and called other people in, and we begged and cried and prayed. Both of my friends passed away. And I'm telling you, it took a lot out of me. I said, God, why did... Then I'm blaming God. Again, it goes back to the victim mentality. God, why did you allow them to die? God, why did you... Why didn't you answer my prayer? And I don't know if you noticed this, but just subtly, I'm blaming, or really maybe not so subtly, I am blaming God for not doing something. It's not my problem. It's God's problem. It's not my fault. It was God's fault. And that's where I just know that I was totally wrong. And I think that the majority of the people in the body of Christ today, they're begging God to do what he's commanded us to do. And I've got a shirt, if you can believe that, I've got a shirt that pretty much says that. Stop begging God and start commanding. And I just, it it was such a radical thought that it was not God's fault, and it wasn't God who had his arms crossed. God had done everything. Jesus took the stripes. He died on the cross. He was raised from the dead. He baptized me in the Holy Spirit. The stage was set for this supernatural healing, and then I just fell flat on my face. Right at the time I was needed, I fell flat on my face because I did not know what the Bible said. I never saw, no one ever taught me. He gave his disciples the power to heal, the power to cleanse, the power to raise from the dead. I never saw that. It was incredible when I first saw that. A guy named Andrew Womack, I don't know if you've ever listened to him, but this was the first time that I ever, and he kind of set my feet on a path that has never been the same. It was incredible when he said that if somebody doesn't get healed, it's not God's fault, it's your fault. And I know this sounds kind of brutal and maybe a little harsh, but I want to tell you that freed me up to where now it was my problem. It wasn't God's problem, it was us. And this goes back into the scripture where it says to seek and keep seeking and ask and keep asking and knock and keep knocking. And if you seek me, you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. And to buy this field that is so valuable, to sell everything you've got and to purchase this field or this pearl of great value, to go after this pearl. You find this pearl, and then you sell everything you've got to buy this pearl. This is an all-in transaction, and this is where I think the true freedom comes. The cool thing about God is he is not blaming you. He don't have his arms crossed. He is lovingly saying, hey, take another step in faith. Hey, take another step in faith. There is absolutely nothing that destroys fear like action. And if you just take action, and it's one of the reasons that I say that our goal is not perfection, but it is correction or it's reflection. It is not you and I trying to be perfect and getting this thing right all the way through. This is about taking steps, maybe baby steps, but this is about learning and growing and walking in faith and exercising our faith. I learned so much more. When I mess up, and I mean, this is just an admission, but this is life, I believe. When I win or if I hit a great shot, if I'm playing golf or whatever, I learn so much more by screwing up or messing up 
than I ever do by doing it right. And when I do it right, I just keep doing it. But when I mess up on something, then I stop and I adjust or I look and I try to figure out what I did wrong. When I do it right, for whatever reason, I don't even stop and think about it. It's just what I was supposed to do. So I, I hope that that's, this is resonating. I just want we're, we'll probably finish up this teaching tomorrow on the endued with power. I'm sure we'll revisit it. But I just wanted you to kind of get a picture of this is not your power. And we are by no means saying that you generate this power any more than I generate the power that Swepco brings to my house. It's not my power here at the house. It's Swepco's power. It's not my power that's running through my spirit, man. It's God's power. And it's our responsibility to figure out how to conduct this power. Well, that's enough for now. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for putting this power on the inside of me. God, I know that I have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living on the inside of me. I know, God, that I am connected to your power source. But God, I sometimes fail at taking this power and bringing it into the world. God, I thank you for allowing me to continue to dig into this truth and to not to back down, but to just to keep entering in and keep digging in and keep trying to learn more and more each day. And God, I pray for this listener. Lord, if they this is the first time they've ever heard this, I pray, Holy Spirit, whatever I've done to maybe screw up this teaching, I pray, Jesus, that you would help them to understand what it is, Holy Spirit, that you want them to know. And God, we thank you. We love you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of this, and I look forward to visiting with you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.